Well, good brothers, we are back, and I promise this week I am going to behave myself. But guess what, though? I got something very special. We're gonna hold it down for Brother Hugh today. I'm here to show the world. I'm here to show the world. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Houston, we have a problem. Yes! It is Clinchmas Eve. That's what we call it, Clinchmas Eve. Look, time to crack open the Pepsi, baby. Oh yeah, that's listen. That's how you know the party started. And with that being oh, said, and that's, with that you Pepsi being, what you got here? I missed you, brother. <laughs> oh yeah, you're in trouble. With oh, that Pepsi dude. being cracked, how about number here? Oh yeah. Welcome to the Wrestling Realm Now podcast, where we take a deeper dive into the world of professional wrestling. Now. You can watch all of our wrestling realm content anytime on youtube.com slash the wrestling realm. Wait, that was it. I, I, <laughs> I don't know why. I just always felt like it was supposed to be something a little bit more than that, though. The music? And, no, I don't know. I just felt like it was supposed to be something else to it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I, so I thought I had a tab open, but I was just like, I'm still jamming. <laughs> no, nah, it was not. Nah, see, I thought it was something slick. We had a little background music when we started. So this is, you know, the easy intro. Ad. Anyway, <laughs> like I said, you can watch all of our <laughs> wrestling room content anytime on YouTube.com slash the wrestling room. I don't know why I felt like it was something after that. I am your host, the realness himself, the real Dwayne Allen. He is your host himself, Brandon, the guy, guy, the bell king. And last but not least, celebrating the two-year anniversary today, <laughs> Hollywood, Brian H. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> My man. Hollywood. I knew Brian that was coming. <laughs> Hollywood, Brian H. Water in uh, conspicuous by his absence, holding down for Brother Hugh. Has the third A to the A to the S, T to the H to the E, three to the R, to the D. Follows on all social media platforms, including Instagram, X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, Threads, Facebook, <laughs> at Wrestling Realm. The guy I'm not slick. I'm not ready to let it go. Like, subscribe, and engage in the conversation <laughs> with us. You can also stream and download all of our audio content on Anchor, Stitcher, Pod, Bean, Pocket Cast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Watch us and subscribe to our Twitch channel <laughs> at Wrestling Realm. <laughs> Look, 
<laughs> oh man, where am I at? I'm losing. I'm losing train of thought. If you want to support the wrestling room, <laughs> over to wrestlingrum.com. That's right for all wrestling room merchandise, t-shirts, mugs, hoodies, and more. Guess what, fellas? It's almost time for me to re-up because all of mine shrunk in the dryer. Guess what? I'll be heading to wrestlerum.com. And guess what? You could do the same thing. So if you're a proud wrestling fan or you just want to support the brand, that is the place you want to go. Head over to wrestlingrealm.com. Not only mm-hmm. that, guess what? Subscribe to our Patreon channel. That's right. Patreon.com slash wrestling underscore realm for all exclusive shows and bonus material. I kind of did a thing last week and I think I found a home on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But stay, stay tuned. There's quite, there's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's quite a bit more that, that has to be done. But trust me, you can subscribe to our Patreon channel for just as low as one dollar. That's right, one dollar. You can subscribe to our Patreon channel. And of course, we'll eventually add uh, more tiers. We have a few uh, things to add. Uh, Brian H does his Brian H's thoughts. He does a lot of writing. He does a lot of personal things over there. We tell a lot of stories that we can't say on the air. And trust me, I, I was just talking to Brian H this week, and I said, you know what? We probably should tell another story. We should just have like one segment where we talk about all the heat that we had with everybody. <laughs> so Patreon.com is most likely where you will see that. But yes, so if you want to subscribe to our, for all exclusive shows and bonus material, that's right. Patreon.com slash wrestling underscore realm. Also, if you are looking to purchase tickets to concerts, live shows, sporting events, and more, talk about it. Playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> Talking playoffs. Playoffs. Head over to SeatGeek.com where you can use promo code Wrestling Realm to save yourself $20 off any one time purchase of $50 or more so you can go see the Orioles clinch the AL East. And hit 100 wins this season. Shout out to the Birdland. Yeah, well, look, you gotta get either tomorrow's tickets because Friday and Saturday are sold out. So, see, it's not it's it's, it's no games being played here in Birdland. So, mm-hmm. SeatGeek.com. If you've never used this code before, this is your opportunity to do so. Do yourself a favor. Save yourself twenty dollars off your purchase using promo code Wrestling Realm. Gentlemen, 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 we are back. We are ready to boogie. We are ready to roll. Mm-hmm. And guess what, though? Before we get started, man, listen, I, I know I, I've kind of started a show with a lot of shenanigans, and I probably got a little carried away last week, but we have a celebration. As, as I mentioned before, we got to celebrate Brian H. Waters for celebrating his two-year anniversary. See, you thought nobody said nothing. I purposely <laughs> waited for the show tonight so we can personally congratulate you on two years being at the ringer, the super producer himself. <laughs> This is the place where we finally got Brian H's heel turn. See, Brian H has always been a hawk and his whole life, but this is where we saw Hollywood. And it's a story we can't tell <laughs> live on the air, but I think at some point we may have to go on Patreon and, and explain to everybody why we call him Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. it's, not, it's not because he acts Hollywood. It's not like because he acts any different. Brian H is oh the same man. So, but there's a reason we call him Hollywood Brian H now. The same reason we stopped calling <laughs> Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan. We sort of call him Hollywood Hogan. He had a moment too. <laughs> I think everybody has a heel turn in their life, and Brian H had one this time. But once not. again, brother, now you get it. it was a heel turn. <laughs> if I'm trying not to say it, but you egging me on, I'm trying to congratulate. You. I'm trying to congratulate you on uh, two years of wonderful work. You have um, you. you have exceeded expectations beyond. You have definitely taken respect. You have defied every last bit of adversity. So we take this time to celebrate you, our good brother. Because if nobody celebrates you, of course the brothers got to. So, ladies and gentlemen, give it up to uh, Hollywood Brian H on his two year anniversary. Living a dream, man. He's at the ringer, hitting shows, making it down. So, like God's sake. so, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for uh, Brian H Waters. Celebrate his two years at the ringer. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Go ahead, brother. Say a few words. 
Well, um... <laughs> oh. oh man, you know it's been great. It's um, you you never think um, you get opportunities like this, right? You know, um, being at it was just like a few years ago. You know, sitting there at Johns Hopkins and you know learning about the other wrestling podcasts and stuff and watching other podcasts and you know doing us doing our thing and then all of a sudden this opportunity comes and then the opportunity gives you an opportunity to network and create other opportunities uh so that's been great uh but you know just getting a chance to like get to know some of the um you know work be in the know with a lot of stuff that's going on mm-hmm. it's been a lot of fun uh surreal and then even going beyond the wrestling side like the sports <laughs> Somebody wanted to get traded today. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that was a big one. That's a blockbuster trade, isn't it? Yeah, and you know, did you know, uh, recorded one pod and edited another, so it was fun. You know that that drive, you know, all the times um, I've consumed sports. You know, I could that that's a whole separate story. Just like the um, you know, amount of people I've been able to cross, but it's been a, a true blessing. Um, it's always you know, it's been. A lot of hard work and i definitely owe it to the wrestling realm um because you know i'm gonna shout out my brother cashes again i shout him out on instagram you know he's no longer with the round um with the ringer but you know him seeing the wrestling realm and seeing all the content that was coming from the channel he knew like oh okay well this is the guy you know so uh shout out to him you know shout out to everybody i've been able to you know who's listening to content shout out to the people who heard me on ringer platforms and then came over to the wrestling room you know so uh i'm excited man excited for to see what this year three has to offer well you know i feel about the number three it's a holy number so listen mm-hmm. nothing but the best of you brother like i said everything you um you have done you absolutely deserve it thank you so uh like i said much kudos to you man congratulations on everything and uh, i'm looking forward to what else you got uh cooking up your sleeve because uh, <laughs> anybody knows breasts brian needs your stew scratching the surface yeah <laughs> now before we get into what we actually watched today and, and time the meat and potatoes of the show because the people are starting to trickle in usually this is the time when we start to brag to you about how great the latest and greatest show on the wrestling room network is mm-hmm. championship culture that's right Brandon, the guy, guy, and brother Hugh produced one of the greatest wrestling platforms in the world. Championship culture, because every belt has a story. But this week was a little bit different. The guy himself had to postpone mm-hmm. championship culture because he made a special appearance <laughs> with our good brother, <laughs> D. Willie himself. Drew Willingham on the in and out sports debate. Finally, the circle is complete. The last member of the run has finally made it to France on the In-N-Out <laughs> Sports Debate with our good brother, Drew Willingham, on the Sertoba Media Network because the struggle is real to be awesome. First of all, I love this picture. Look at the, look at the belt cake. This is perfect. <laughs> but, Brandon, tell us about your time with our good brother, Drew Willingham. Shout out to Drew Willingham, um, by the way. Like I said, he, 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 first of all, he's the king of shenanigans. He inspires me. And he's probably mm. responsible for how I acted last week. Sorry about that. I hijacked the show and I probably shouldn't have. My apologies. But brother guy, talk about it now, man. How was how was it finally being on the show with uh on the inner out sports debate with Drew Willingham? Well, first I had to shout him out for changing the whole format to just wrestling. 
for me. So that, that that's what I was waiting because for. Because I was like, I, I was waiting minute, to make you uncomfortable. I said, please, please throw him a sports question. I was like, please throw him a sports question. I was like, oh, he gave me like, easy on him. We gave him all wrestling. I was like, you know, I was in the band, so I was cheering for the sports. I didn't play the sports. I don't know about the sports. I couldn't even tell you about the sports. All I the know sports? is that I'm supposed to be excited about a sport. That's all I've been to Ravens Stadium more than anybody. <laughs> That's all I'm saying about that. So Bro, brother, brother, guys, man. N- nobody I comes to the game. The, um, they come to the band. Yeah. One band, one sound. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the show. So he definitely changed the format. And we had some um, current events that we talked about, um, mm-hmm. some Parker. random fire stuff. He didn't agree <laughs> with me on all of them, which I'm okay with, but he did have me thinking about some things a little differently. But I will tell you, the king of the promos, the king of the shenanigans, the king of the rapid fire, whatever you want to call them, check them out. Um, it was definitely a good time. Yes, we postponed championship culture to next week, which after the show is finished tonight, you'll see – what next Tuesday topic will be about, and it's going to be a good one because it's going to talk about some nitty gritty about a maker. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, a maker. That's all I'm gonna say. A maker. You know, people that make these. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not necessarily this one, but like people that make stuff. I'm just gonna um highlight them next week. So it'll be an interesting show to check in, check out. But I will say thank you to Drew for having me down the um. Now we can form Voltron with all five of us at one maker oh, show, as it was quoted on his show last night. So looking forward to that and seeing how that's going to work, because if you put all five of us on the screen together, you're talking about some faces being made. It's morphing time. I think it's going to be a promo battle between him <laughs> and Brian H. Waters. Hollywood might have to um, take a retirement. We might need Brian H. Waters to come out for that wow. promo battle. I think I think it'll be good. I want a Hollywood promo. I want the Brian H. Waters promo. What I, <laughs> I want Miss, him to go Mr. back Mr. to Mr. Main Event Prime yeah, Time. Yeah, that's I want him to go back. Oh, First of all, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> he, called, he called him Prime Time B Dub. Oh man, Patreon. He, my, this, excuse my language. Hollywood. That's, <laughs> that's what my dumb ass yeah, should have known. When he couldn't get that right, then every it was downhill from there. <laughs> It definitely was though. Just just from that moment, you should have known. But the tape around the microphone. Yep. But that's what? all I'm gonna say. So it was good. I if you had a chance to check it out, please check them out. Toba Media um on YouTube. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, but beware championship culture. We'll be back next Tuesday at 8 p.m. on youtube.com. But if you want to check out any of the past episodes, there's a whole playlist. Once you watch those, go back and watch some of the um the Wrestling Around Now podcast, because the shenanigans tie in. It's kind of like, this is the young and the restless, and that show is like the bold and the beautiful. <laughs> so they tie together very well. That was a reference for uh, the Brian H. Waters. So mm-hmm. is that I, I just tweeted it on our page. I saw, his eyes, I saw his eyes get big as soon as you said it. <laughs> Dude, that page. Nah, young and the restless, y'all, y'all think, you know how... This is the young and the restless. <laughs> y'all think the Bloodline story getting a little... Eh, 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 eh. That's what Young and Russell's doing for real. Ooh, is it? I'm disappointed, buddy. I, I, I just play it at this point and, and pay really? attention. Yeah, they, they, they need some. Oh, they they need, need a swift kicking. No, nah, it's just right now, it's just mid, but it, it'll okay. pick up. Hmm. I wonder if that's because of the television season. Are they saving it for sweet, sweet? Oh, is it the writer's strike? That's what I was thinking. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it has you think they die, other people to write for them and stuff. Pro- you know what? That's probably what happened. They're, they're probably showing They probably came. Point. 
No, it's not definitely not reruns. It's just stuff that just don't make sense. Like because the writers aren't on set anymore. They just yeah. So, but my man Victor Newman's still there. So still holding Victor on. Is, Everybody know Victor. He's 147 years old. That man, him and Vince McMahon gonna live forever. He, 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 you know, and see Victor show his uh, real colors. He was Black Lives Matter during the pandemic and everything. He he for the he for the people. See, don't see you know what you know what you know how many black grandmothers sat up and just watched Victor Newman for years. <laughs> yeah, that yes. brother. So it's like, and, and he knows it. I think that's the best part. He about was it. he was he was a heartthrob to them. Oh well, yeah. My grandmother yeah. loved herself some Victor and Jack. <laughs> now how you Brand like both was, though that's the fun part because you you see the one or the other and jack she loved both she said yeah. Brad was just you know some good eye candy but she loved herself with victor and jack Mm-mm-mm. i don't know why but she loved them too that's when i used to watch we used to record that sucker go home and figure out what's going on but nonetheless that we can go down rabbit holes mm-hmm. uh, listen speaking of speaking of what you used to watch gentlemen it's that time What did we watch this week? Now, there is <laughs> it's quite a bit that's happened this week. It's been a lot that's been going on since the last show. But um, why not start the show off as we always do? And we say, you know what? We got to start sponsoring this segment. If anybody wants to sponsor, what do you watch? Please contact us at Instagram at gmail.com for all business inquiries. <laughs> what did you guys watch this week? I'm going to tell you what I watched, and, and, and I'm going to explain to you why in a second. Brother Brandon, what'd you get into this week? So after <clears throat> seeing the direction that it looks like we're going on Monday Night Raw, I had to go <laughs> back and watch one of my favorite matches um, of uh-huh. this side of the century. Um, and I went back and watched Walter versus you know who, because I feel like we about to get part two uh, versus Champa for the NXT North American. I mean, I'm sorry, the W the NXT UK Championship. And mm. if they're going in that direction for the Intercontinental title, especially when he said, I'm going to get me a new Goldie, I said, oh, I didn't know I wanted this right now, but okay. I, yeah, I think me I too. I felt the same way. I, I was, I said, oh, I'm okay with Chad Cable holding off, but if we're going to get that again, because that match easily 27 stars because Champa and Walter was, <laughs> they performed at a different level at that time that I didn't think Champa could hang with Walter at that point, like the Illinois dragging off and um Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn could hang with him. But Champa hung with him the whole time. And I'm like, ooh, we might be getting towards this. And and that was when Champa came back from injury, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of his because I oh. thought he was gonna take the belt from him. I was like, oh he's actually looked like a credible threat. I, I thought he had a chance to beat him too though. But uh yeah, it's it's. I feel the same way. Something I'm like, well, wait a minute. I didn't know I needed this right now, but you know what? I'm, I, I'm okay with this. This is where we're going. Yeah. We we always had the discussion, brothers, that whoever gets the chance to even beat Gunta, he be made man just because of mm-hmm. the record already. Yep. So it's an automatic push. It's like, wait a minute. Well, this is the guy to beat the guy to beat everybody else. You know, but I thought that was DIY, but I'm like, I'm okay with not seeing DIY. DIY. I, I, I don't really want to see DIY, DIY right now because I feel like I, it's going to end the same way it always does. The same way Ke- Kevin Owens is the same way oh, always ends. Either somebody's going to turn on somebody and we all got a feeling we all know who it's going to be. It's usually just I don't know, but in Triple H we trust. He might keep these tag teams because he liked tag team wrestling. Maybe so, but I, I wasn't a big fan of them as a tag team. because and, and it's not because of them being a tag I like them that much better as single stars. Okay, that's fair. That makes yeah. sense because they, they, they had... 
more impactful matches separately. And and even and even their their feud against each other was my, one of my all time favorites in all the professional wrestling. You think about professional wrestling feuds, you know, Macho and uh, Hogan. You think Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. I think Tommaso Ciampa and Jai G. But uh, how about See, you, bro? Tommaso Ciampa. I mean, I'm sorry, jo- Johnny Gargano and just about anybody else on the NXT roster at that time was next. It was too soon, and we didn't realize what we was having with Johnny Gargano because mm. anybody he was in the ring with, I was like, why was that so good? Yeah. He, he, because, he, like, him and, him and Andrade and him I, and I was, I was about to say the same thing, bro. I'm they wasn't going to have that good of a match. I was like, they got backstage and said, why'd you do that? Now we got yeah. going behind you. Why, why'd you do that? Next time, we're just going to make you the main event. Don't right. do that no more. Terrible <laughs> idea. Yeah. What about you, good brother Brian H? I'm sure you had a lot to consume, but uh what did you uh what did you watch this week? Um I tell you what I um what I really enjoyed that was um AW Dynamite last week. Friday? Uh, no, Dynamite. I always get which was that Wednesday or Rampage is Friday. I'm sorry, Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, last Wednesday. Um I enjoy being in there for uh, Nana hitting the Nana dance. Oh yeah, Grand Slam, right? AW yeah. Grand Slam in, in New York. Yeah, what sucked was watching it back on TV. How much they cut it out? Yeah, you definitely. Oh, had to catch we only got a portion of it. Yeah, they only show you like five seconds. Um, you know, like they they put the camera on Nana and he had the when he was like swerve while I drive. I'm not gonna do the dance because I can't dance. That's what brother Hugh would do it if he was here. Um, but. I went back and watched the show. I'm like, wait, y'all cut out half? Like, he had that whole crowd rocking and rolling. Um, I saw yeah. a social media clip on, on uh, Twitter. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, but, I'm you know, seeing that, uh, being there, like, you know, watching uh, MJF and Samoa Joe, the main thing, the biggest takeaway I had was Don Callis equal with Don Mysterio as far as the level of booze. Oh, wow. It was crazy. Like, it was like... Obviously, Dom is in a bigger arena, so it's louder. But still, with uh, with Dom Mysterio, but with Callis, it was like it was loud in there. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much what I did. I went back and watched. Uh, I went back and you know just watched the show again and watched Collision. I really enjoy Danielson and uh, Ricky Starks. You know, Except Ricky Starks is great. <laughs> he as a wrestler, he's like growing up. You know what I mean? The microphone, some days it's like, all right, yeah, I like it. But then some days it's like, wait, what are you talking about? But inside the ring, you know, he's showing his range. Uh, am I ready to crown him world champion? No. But, you know, we've been in a microwave society for so long, we forget, like, it took Brett and Sean years <laughs> when they was on the roster before they even sniffed the WWF championship. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's okay for... Uh, stop it. Roger Uh-oh. said Danielson doing his best work in the ring. No, no, his, his, best, his best days are behind him. Uh, you know, this is the wind down moment. Um, he's, he's trying to put other people over. Yeah, you can tell he's trying to put Ricky Starks in a position where they can say, Here, he can hold a spotlight if I can't, if I'm not here. Mm-hmm. He's trying you to know. put people in that spotlight. You can tell he's working a different style to put them over. Exactly, because his best days to me was like them matches with AJ Styles, man. Like oh, when they put an Intercontinental title, because that made John C- um, Edge and Randy Orton step their game up when they were supposed to have a, when they had the greatest wrestling match ever. But 
That match. Why, why do they call it that? That's a terrible idea. I was Sorry. I was so glad that they did. You know, that. The pandemic throwing things at the wall. That's exactly what it was. I, I well, they call it Josh Taylor, the greatest of all time. That's well, the tagline now. Well, well he you know is. That is. I mean, he is though. He's the greatest WWE superstar of all time. But with um, look at the guy's face though. I know. <laughs> oh, y'all go to Patreon because that's what I definitely watched too. Last week's episode. Uh-oh. <laughs> Something must be wrong with my Patreon because I wanted to hear what you had to say. I, I, it was an article. Oh, it was an article? So, yeah. so you got to read it, brother. You got to read. No, and that's why I, I said this free so I said, where is it? I, <laughs> it's the first thing. <laughs> he said, where I wrote is out it? my thoughts. I said, yeah. Talking, talking about the bloodline. What the heck is wrong? We're talking about the rock. rock don't, the WWE don't need the rock right now. They don't. You crazy? Almost said. <laughs> I'm gonna say what I said on his show yesterday. I'm gonna say go to Patreon to read my thoughts. For no, no, I'm gonna say this because I said it yesterday on the show. I'm happy that he came back because that's why I can honestly say that's probably why the arena sold out on Monday. So yes, he's good for business, but right now in the trajectory he was on, it was too late for him. I think that last year this time we probably needed him, but the WWE can do a good product without him. Do I want him there? I, we have other stuff. <laughs> you have other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh I'm man, the product was enjoyable before he came back last Friday. At and, and, and that, but that's that's how uh, we're not doing this. <laughs> Go to picture, y'all. <laughs> hey, Chuck, I'm sitting there watching him as he just baits you in. But it's funny. He's, I know. he's, he's I'm trying to so, see this. See this is what Brother Brand is doing. He's this. He, he's trying to give away everything, just like they, he want to give everybody on SmackDown. I want people to buy pay per views. Listen, he's still he's still in debating mode after being on the in and out sports debate with Drew Willingham. Are you in oh, or you yeah. out? So he he still got his uh, debate hat on. Wait, they was like I see because so in my normal window of championship culture, mm-hmm. I I didn't get a chance to watch it because I got looped into a couple other projects. So <laughs> I got to go back. I'm gonna watch that one. I'm you know I can imagine how good it was. Got y'all there like skipping Shannon, huh? It was uh, a <laughs> yeah, listen to me. It was funny. Uh, oh, I'm pretty I, sure it was. Shout out to Drew, it. man. Shout out to Drew. Yeah, shout out to our guy, D, D Willie. Drew Willingham, man. He's he needs to update his uh, his his photos that he uses, man. He has such a cooler look now. Like before, <laughs> before he was so conservative. Now it's he's like, so oh clean, no. but now, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's definitely a rock star. Yo, I think it was his TikTok. Or is Facebook, Instagram? We just had the hair. He's like, I got hair. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought I thought he cut his hair. He's like, no, I just got it shaped up. My man got the size cut down. He still got the long ponytail. Yeah, he faked everybody out. I was like, oh shoot, he was just. Yo, Mac did that one time. Keith Mac did that one time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You thought that brother cut his cut his dreads off? Mm -hmm. The big brothers. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I said that. That was that was for you know what I watched and whatnot. Well, listen. Let me tell you what I watched. I I don't know why, but. I was, on, I was my third favorite wrestler. Oh, no, my second favorite wrestler. Is it wait? No, my third favorite wrestler of all time, Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah, bro. I was on a kick all week watching Macho Man Randy Savage stuff. I was, I was it's watching dangerous. Yes, uh, that's, that's what I'm saying. So, like, if I start really going into a move, we'll start twitching my fingers and speaking like this. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> I watch, I watch somebody just put a clip of uh, the uh, the 90s. Twitter account, I forgot what it's called, but it's you know the guy on Twitter does all like the old school '90s stuff, and he put up a clip of Macho Man Randy Savage on the Weird Al show, and I was like, man, Randy Savage was a true gem to the business of professional wrestling. What couldn't he do? He was so special. I was definitely watching um 
I was watching random Monday Nitros of like Macho Man in the uh in, in the main event, and I was watching um Spring Stampede nineteen ninety, I believe nineteen ninety eight against Sting for the WCW mm. World Heavyweight Championship, and then he like lost it the next night on Raw because Bret Hart screwed him out. It was terrible. I'm saying right now, I'm cheesing for either end because, and I got a high tick, and I'm and I'm gonna try to add this Patreon.com at some point. But I I I uh I prefer his WCW run more than his uh. His golden area, his golden era WWF run. That's right, I said it. So, like anything Macho Man did, and yeah, I'm dead serious. Anything, er, <laughs> anything Macho Man did in the early '90s does not compare to anything he did in the late '90s. Now, before so that, you, okay, early I'm talking, '90s. I'm talking gold cowboy I'm talking, hat. There you go. I'm talking golden era Randy Savage when he was wearing a full body suit with the tassels. Now, I'm not talking about uh trunks, Randy Savage. I ain't talking about '80s era. Mm-hmm. See, that's Ray's era was vicious, but that 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 early nineties cowboy hat, Macho Randy Savage, it was like, yeah, okay. Once he was a baby face, yeah, and even After his early years from Elizabeth, even Elizabeth, even <laughs> his early years in WCW. By the time he got in the NWO, he was hands down the baddest man jammer on the planet. Huge Randy Savage fan, but I definitely was spent the whole. I watched his uh. I think earlier today I watched <laughs> Macho Man versus Diamond Dallas Page at Great American Bash. I was watching it all, man. But that's oh, what I got into this week, man. I want to take the diamond cutter. I think you want to take the diamond cutter. Randy, you know what this means? <laughs> I pop every time I hear Arnett to tell that story or, or, or uh, Homeboy tell that story. You know what this means? He, he wants to put you over, kid. I think I want to take the diamond cutter. <laughs> shout out to uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. And shout out to Diamond Dallas Page. You know, he 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 had to earn his spot. And he did. But I got into a little bit of WCW. But that was yesterday. Let's talk about today. Tonight's show, I think it's time for us to ring the bell. Brian All H. All right, let's do it. All right, let's get into it now. The, the theme of tonight's show is out with the old and with the new as we discuss the WWE releases and a major signing. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the WWE uh, release, I guess, September 21st. Um, I'm assuming I get a list of um, it, there, it was a number of uh, layoffs within WWE that we kind of, first of all, we knew we saw coming because of the merger with TKO. Well, the merger with Endeavor Sports and UFC merging to uh, create the entity known as TKO Sports. Uh, holding group and there was a number of um releases and uh we're going to name those releases so let's and uh and that there was there was a few on the list that we were kind of shaking our heads at but you know this is this is why we're here to have a conversation so um we got Dolph Ziggler Mustafa Ali Shelton Benjamin Rick Boogs Emma Aliyah Elias Riddick Moss Top Dollar Quincy Elliott Bryson Montana Dana Brooke Mason Mansoa Davacato Shanky Ulyssa Leon, Daniel MacArthur, Kevin Ventura Cortez, Alexis Gray, Brooklyn Barlow, Ike, Ike, Ike Giro. I have no idea how to pronounce it. Nah, I'm sorry. Melanie Brzezinski. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, Matt, Matt Riddle was uh, was also released from WWE. Bye, bye, bye. Matt. Oh, now, th- it's, it's fitting because I think we're going to get an instant reunion soon. But gentlemen, what do you guys think about these... Um, Latest WWE releases. I think there's two on there that are kind of obvious that we're kind of still scratching our heads about, but we kind of understand the nature of the business. But um, I'd like to get your guys' thoughts on um, the latest WWE releases. I mean, none of them really 
I, uh, all right. Surprisingly, the one I was like, really? Honestly, it was Dana Brooke. Come, come on, man. Come on, come on. See, there you go. See, this is this. Is, this see, there we go. Being this biased stuff. Are we going? Are we going to treat the women as equals, or are we going to give a special treatment? Which ones? No, be? because only because I felt like she finally found something. If you would have released her ten weeks ago, fine. But it was like she went down to NXT, and I was like, oh, you got her like in a prominent storyline, but like Mustafa. I was I forgot about him, but him too. Yeah, they were in storylines that were both of them. Matter of fact, yeah, him too. Definitely him. Um, the only thing I could think of is with them two, maybe their contracts was worth more than sitting in the NXT. For what and they that's would. what I have read that they were still on main roster contracts. Yeah. And, and there was no plans for them post NXT, so they was like, let them go. Because yeah. it makes sense that you just said go down there and I don't want to say find yourself, but that's what they were. They were in better storylines than just enjoying nice catering. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't like they was champions. So, like, that was the part, like, taking the money out of the money aspect. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, um, both of them. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely forgot about Ali. But, yeah, him, too. I was thinking, you know, kind of his scratches. Dolph Ziggler, I wasn't surprised just because I figured Dolph had a healthy contract anyway. I, I felt like. You know, like he just signed, and I felt like they made a big deal, like he was signed, like a you know, a multi year deal or something. Yeah, that was like a million dollars per year. So when I saw, I was like, oh man, my first thought like that, he couldn't get twenty years. But you know, unfortunately, they they told us how they felt about him. You know, when he didn't do nothing after that um, cash in, which uh, somebody wrote Dwayne Allen after he won the belt was like. Yeah, I don't see it. And I was like, and I'm sitting there watching, like, yeah, we're happy because he's holding the title. We're not happy with what he's doing. Now, the people will say, yeah, he got hurt, but because I believe he got a concussion or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the first the time, only, right? Well, the only thing you remember is the cash in. You don't remember the title reign. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. You know, at least Daniel Bryan, <laughs> when Daniel Bryan won the title the first time, you remember. The arrogance. You remember the start of the yes movie. The heel turn, yeah. Yeah, like like and it was, it was a whole was story slow. behind. Yeah. And remember, because the first was like, what is he doing? It's like, oh, he's obnoxious. Get your hands off my shoulder. You know, little <laughs> stuff like that. Like, what is up with this little tweet? You know, but you remember that. Seth Rollins, you remember his title run, you know, when he almost yeah yeah the heist of the century but you remember you know him in his battles with brock lesnar mm-hmm. uh him walking around with uh j and j security um his match with john cena right. and he had the you know the white power ranger outfit i call it and then him you know <laughs> destroying sting he almost tried to kill sting bro <laughs> he's the reason sting not in wwe right now yo speaking of which <laughs> I struck a nerve. Yes, I have to say. Here we go. I am disappointed. I saw Sting last week, and what? I did not. I did not like what I saw. What? Is no, slowing down. Is he slowing down? He's almost trying to retire. It's old. Um, it, um, He's it, really, really a man. Did, did he? Well, no, nah, bro. <laughs> no, I'm trying to give Sting a pass because Sting is number. All right, 
Sting is like number uh Sting is number three on my favorite on my number four. My bro, my favorite WCW wrestler. Go back and watch Ricky Steamboat versus Chris Jericho at Backlash 2009. Okay, all right. And I believe he might have been about the same age. Yeah, because yeah. And I don't know if the TV magic, but when I saw Sting, bro, he was like hesitant. Out of breath, I I I I looked at, I looked at Siendo, I looked at Queen PR. I said, "Y'all, that's it. I don't want to see this dude no more." <laughs> well, he's a he's he's technically a manager. You're not even okay with him bro, being a manager anymore. That's all he needed to do. Don't wrestle. Isn't that what he's? Isn't that kind of what he is no, now, bro? Though? He was the, there, there was a I think it was a uh, it was a tag match. No, yeah. Was, that was thing. the problem. It was a tag match. Him and so, Darby. Okay, so they they try to sell him as like an active wrestler. Like, oh, we gonna put him in matches every once in a while. Not like, bro. Yeah, let, let me get physical on the outside of the ring, bro. It's to the point. I don't want to see Darby turn on him or him turn on Darby. Just I walk rather up to the sunset. Just let him off, go. Let Darby say, do his own thing, Here, son. Pass the it's torch, okay. man. Hand, hand, hand him the bat and just walk away. I think at this point it's hurting Darby. The longer he was sting. Like the, I don't see where he goes after that. You this. just you miss you miss one week of shows and you start fight off hot takes. Well, I don't bro, know. I that hurt, yo. I, I don't was, even know how I, to really. Cause I mean, yo, you mm-hmm. gotta understand. Like I was, I was all in on surface thing as a child because, like, when I turned to WCW, he was my Hulk Hogan. I had Hogan on, yeah. on on channel whatever or channel forty five on Saturdays mm-hmm. in the morning and in the evenings on on channel um fifty four. Uh, yeah, 54, 54, 30, yeah, I think it's 54. Oh, 54, actually, it was uh, WCW and it, uh, WCW Worldwide, then WWF Superstars. And then if I went over Grandma House, Channel 17, until we got our own cable box for Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely Saturday night. And yeah. I had Sting. And then, you <sighs> Man, know, when he tough. went NWO, my favorite Sting is the black and red, even though he was high. Um, And then he came back. I was all in, bro. Even TNA Sting. You know, I don't like the Joker. Like I know early, it, early, it, early TNA thing when he was still the thing that we knew. Yeah, yeah, but, but I agree. It, with you, it was still cool to see him. You feel me? Sure. Because yeah. I knew like he would get out there. He would get. He would. He would play the hits, and I would enjoy the match. But when I saw last week, bro, great. You saw. You saw Grandpa Sting, bro. <laughs> no, nah, that was a great Grandpa Sting, bro. Oh man, I think he's losing his motivation, and I think with the wrestling business, it's like. I'm, <laughs> it's it's part time. If you don't get those reps in, you don't have that same speed. I think that's why the Hardys look the way they look. Mm. Was like, it as bad as Ric Flair's last match? No, cut it out. Nothing's as bad as Ric Flair's last nah. match. Ric Flair nah. has no business having the last match. But you you that said was... it key, and we gonna get into this later. But that was one of the biggest takeaways when um, Kaz and Dave was interviewing Jade. She said, "I don't know if y'all got a chance to check out the interview, but she said reps. She gonna get the yeah. reps." Triple H talking about that why he didn't sign with WCW. Yeah, <laughs> you know and, that that's that stuff is good when you're an old vet and you. But when you're trying to develop, you need yeah. those vet, those reps. You need that muscle memory. You need that reaction. You need to be able to call someone on the fly. You need to, mm-hmm. it. Just need to be able to be like, boom, I got this. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and it comes with experience, but the experience has to come from not years, but time in the ring. Boom. Yeah, and and I couldn't agree with you, brothers more. But I think that's probably what's to me is hurting guys like a Sting in in anyways. But um, it's because I think the older you get, like you like, it's like you lose what you don't use. So like, sure, you want to keep that guy situated because he's part time. You want to make sure he stays healthy, but at the same time, you want to keep those needs fresh. And if you don't, 
by the time they call your number, you're like, oof, <coughs> I'm not, mm-hmm. not moving as fast as I used to. But um, yeah, honestly, yeah, because I I know how I feel if I, and I'm just I'm somebody who goes to the gym just to stay in shape. Sure. If I don't go a few days, you know, I'm, I'm you, 37. You know it's a difference. I feel yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. You're absolutely right, and I think that's just normal. Um, but but when it comes to this uh release superstars list, mm-hmm. sh- ah, I thought I'll say this. I thought that Shelton Benjamin. I just keep stealing Ashley's line every week. I just keep saying I'll say this every time. Luckily, she <laughs> watch the show, so she'll never find out. Um, Shelton Benjamin. I thought he was always going to have a spot. Like an R Truth ish type guy, mm-hmm. and uh, hey, it's D Willie the Bell. What's up, Drew Willingham? We just shot you early, early. We was definitely talking about Drew. Yeah, we definitely shot you early, brother. So go back and watch all the parts of the show, and we'll, you know, all the nice things we said about you and brother Brandon on the In and Out Sports Debate Show because it's real to be awesome. But Dolph Ziggler is one that everybody's like, well, I think he kind of wanted this to happen just as much as everybody else did, but. I feel two ways about it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everybody knows his brother, huge guy, his, his his numero uno. But Booker T said something, and Booker T's always been known for being really honest with his uh, heated conversations. <laughs> and everybody's like, you know, just kind of disappointed, like, oh man, Dolph Ziggler about WWE. You know, it, it didn't make everybody's kind of lamenting the fact that he was not there. But then Booker T kind of said something that kind of made you think, and I was like, you know what, Booker's probably not wrong. I want to get you guys two cents on it, but he was like. And I think I'm gonna do it in my Booker T voice. You know, uh, I think a guy like Dolph Ziggler, uh, you know, he he's been on cruise control for the last 10 years. And I was like, dang, he might got a point. And what he was kind of alluding to was here's a guy that had every talent in the world and a former world champion, has done almost everything you could possibly think of, even though nothing ever really stuck long term. He never really developed. As far as a character is concerned, as far as a persona, he never changed anything. He just kind of kept doing this thing like, follow that. I'm going to show off. I'm, I'm better than you. And I was like, dang, Booker kind of might be right, though. Like, even The Undertaker became a different version of himself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you look at the, uh, Chris Jericho, the king of it. You know what I mean? That's Brandon's guy. The king of saying, okay, I can be me, but I need to bring a different version of myself. You look at all the, even a Brent Hitman Hart, you're talking about Captain Traditional. He was a heel. And he was such a unique kid because he was only a heel in the States, but a hero everywhere else outside Canada, Europe. And it was like, and they used that. You know what I mean? And And there's a natural development when it comes to certain personas and these wrestlers. And it's like, man, when you think about Dolph Ziggler, he kind of was the same guy all these years. And I was like, man, maybe there's a little bit of merit to what Booker T said about him. Maybe he did seem complacent after all these years. Like, well, why didn't he, he push to do something more or maybe have a different character or try to really try to respin who Dolph Ziggler was or whatever the case may be. But uh, what, what what do you guys think about it? Man, look, I agree. Um, it, it, after a while, like, you just knew, like, we would get like these start and stops with Dolph. You feel me? It would feel like okay, he about to do like he about to go. We about to get a run or something. But after like when nothing happened after that NXT run, it was just like all right, well he's just there. We'll get a good match, and it is what it is, you know. And I think that Booker T hit around here. If you look at somebody like the Miz, the Miz constantly evolved, you know, um, or found ways to adapt. To stay, you know, like kind of like they say, like in music, if you can stay young, that's the Miz found, you know, figured out how to do. 
No, and I think that's kind of the key point, though. And it's just like, well, did Dolph just choose not to change because he didn't want to? Or I, I don't know. Maybe he felt like whatever I do in the ring is good enough. I know, like, I look at a guy like Shelton Benjamin. I'm not tripping over Shelton Benjamin because I got a feeling that he's probably going to be a producer backstage sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, you know, ride the 90 days out, get a couple of big paychecks on the independence because of his name. And I think eventually he's going to come back to work for WWE, which is why I was okay with that because he just wasn't doing anything anyway. You know what I mean? Yep. Man, if it matches work with young talent, it's like, all right, so, you know, the next, it's almost the next obvious role is to be what? To pretty much be a backstage producer. Mm-hmm. And then you can still wrestle your independence and stuff like that. I know Pat Buck did it for a long time before he went to AW. You know what I mean? You can still, you can still do all that. So I wasn't, those were the two guys that I was like, eh, I was upset about everybody else. I was like, well, you know, it kind of happens. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I guess I guess I'm thinking like I think he's going to be a huge superstar on Independence because he can still ride that Dolph Ziggler wave just off the fresh opportunity to be in that space. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He can call his own shot. He can work his own territories. He can he can kind of book his own storylines, so on and so forth. So I think Nick Nemeth is going to uh, emerge as one of the top superstars on the Independence, and I feel like the Independence um, they just got an injection of a lot of talent. It's a lot, a lot of talent. You think list. so though? I don't think so. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna chill and, and, and do comedy. Well, see, that's the thing. I think that he will, but mm-hmm. I think eventually he's gonna get the bug. Right? Okay. Because think about it, like, like look, look at a guy like one of his best friends is Matt Cardona. Yeah, you know what I mean? And you know, those and and, and uh um you know John John John, John Morrison, you know, Johnny Johnny Impact, Johnny Ugh. Nitro, Johnny WWE, Johnny, Johnny um Johnny TV, whatever he is right now. You know what I mean? So, like, he's going to have the freedom to be with his guys because they all wrestle part-time anyway. You know, Matt Cardona. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. his, I think, my issue was Ziggler. I think he fell victim to the three-week pushes. And it mm-hmm. wasn't... Oh, that said, hurt, brother. Ouch. They said, take him off, right? Yeah. But then he said, all right, he's safe. And when I say safe, not in the ring. He didn't make a lot of noise outside of WWE. He didn't make a lot of noise inside. You never heard of him being a disruptor of anything. You didn't hear him doing something charitable outside of it. He wasn't part of Make-A-Wish. He didn't have a foundation. All you heard about was his comedy show. But even with that, we hear more about Mick Foley when he did his comedy show than we did. And now we hear about The Undertaker's One Night... What is it? One Night Stand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, One Night Only thing he used to do. Yeah. But with Dolph, it was like... I think that... I don't know if he was on cruise control or he was like... I want... I, I know... When they need me, they're gonna call me and I'm still getting paid and I can still do it as good as day one as I can, day one hundred, day one thousand. And when I say not making noise, that probably hurt him because mm-hmm. he didn't what other value did he have behind besides the three week push or insert the Dolph Ziggler? Here's a new talent. If the Miz is already tied up, here Dolph, do this. One man show wanna feed you to yeah. somebody. You know, and I I and I wanted to say something about Matt Cardona. He kinda filled the shoes when Matt left because Matt Cardona and um, Kurt Hawkins, remember, they were the backstage mm. safe guys. And then it was like, well, Matt, go and look what he did on Indies. And the answer's all right. Yeah. If he had that drive, I don't think that Dolph, because think about it, Matt wanted to. Matt Cardona as Zack Ryder was like, hey, look, I'm going to take this thing called mm. town and make it important. Hey, I'm going to take yeah. this thing called YouTube and make it important. Hey, look what I did with Twitter. He was making so much noise and it was like, stop it. That's not what we want. Then he wouldn't say, "Let me show you what would it be." Dolph really didn't do that. So, do you think he's going to go out, or he might say, like um, Tyler Breeze? Remember, Tyler Breeze said, 
I was prepared to get fired since day one. And Tyler Breeze wrestled one time since he's left. He's doing up, up, down, down. He don't need to wrestle because he has his other things that clearly he enjoys. So Dolph might have been banking his million-dollar contract for the last five years or whatever he was making and saying, I'm good. If I, He might want to go do some appearances. He might mm-hmm. want to do a comedy show. He might want to open a school. Who knows what his next business venture is? I don't think that he's going to make noise on the indie because he didn't make noise in WWE. Well, the thing is, too, uh, like you brought up um, his um, like the charity stuff. Um, you know, he did a lot of stuff quiet, you know, um, when I yeah, was at, yeah. Yeah, I was thank you. Yeah, he didn't. It wasn't uh, like Sammy Fasiri. Everybody Mm -hmm. knew about that. He made noise with it. Other people supported it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like they were letting it be known. Yeah, because like one of the things, um, quick story. When I was at uh, Johns Hopkins, uh, we had a couple WWE superstars come in. You know, to visit the uh, sick children, and Mm -hmm. the guy who was um, in charge of that, the community guy, he was telling me that one time there was a kid that nobody could reach because they was deaf, but nobody really like knew how to communicate with him. And so Dolph went up to that kid and was able to like get some emotion out of it and said, had the whole place in tears, you know, but that's the stuff that don't go on social media. He's not doing like John Cena's doing and nothing's wrong with Cena, but like, you know, that's not his forte. He just rather do stuff silently. Like I've heard Braun Strowman told me straight up, like, it's the best part of the gig, getting to talk to the kids and stuff, you know? Um, Dolph Ziggler, just quiet, cool, you know? And like you say, he just didn't make noise, unfortunately. Um, and it's, you know, but he had a good career. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever he, they're ready for him, it might be five years, might be 10 years, but he will he definitely could, be a headliner for the Hall of Fame. He's another one who could become a producer. You know, we look at Ooh, it like I think so. We, I, mean, I, I, we, I mean, he is he is for like think of, you have a point because like look at Bobby Root. I think Bobby Root most likely gonna be transitioning out eventually. Mm-hmm. Um they, and they're I all think in their forties. Trainer than a producer. I think he probably yeah. would be a trainer because of his work in the ring. Yeah. And he could get people I don't want to say at his level, but you know, when somebody no, no, exactly that's that mean. good in the ring could translate that over to the next level people of NXT, the next but, people, next in line type of thing. Well, Amber always tells me, Amber Rodriguez, everybody got a bump card, brother. You know, you think about Dolph Ziggler and his bump card. You know, it's like you say, he's early 40s, but still, you know, constantly. And he's been on a WWE schedule for the past 19 years. Yeah. Not an independent schedule. House show schedule. Look, he's been on house shows. He's been been performing main event, you name it. Speaking of house shows, y'all see who's going to be on a house show coming up soon? Who's that? The Beyonce. tribal chief. Oh, I saw the thing. Y'all going to be there? Yeah, the tribal chief. Uh-oh. You know, what else it, this... Baltimore? She was no. announcing it. Does that mean she's going to be there? Oh, I don't know. I, I haven't even seen a lot of for that. But, okay. But, you know, there, there, there seems to be this discord about my tribal chief not defending the belt and whatnot. And my thing is, I don't understand. I don't I, I don't, I don't understand either. I don't buy into that, bro. That's old. Why to, me, you... it's old to me, it's old school. Well, here's the thing. I'd rather you not defend the belt than to defend it, and I know you're going to retain it every time. I don't want you to defend it. I just want him to show up. I he want did. him there. I just want him there. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He could not defend the belt to WrestleMania 40, for all I care. I when don't Heyman want... 
We, we should put these on sale. I want I when Heyman called. I want Roman Reigns. there. I don't care if he never. And I said Siri? he cannot defend the belt until Roman WrestleMania Reigns. 40. I'm fine with that. When he does I, I that, I want him to be there. I think it, it's so much better when he's there. But yeah, it adds yeah. another. It adds something to say. It's kind of like Younger the Wrestlers when Victor's on screen. It's like, oh, what's great happen? You know it's going to be something. It's, you but know but it's here's the thing. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> The, I'm pretty sure <laughs> we know how this TV business works. There you go. If it was such a big issue, Fox would have had him there. How many times they made those calls? Get John Cena back. USA, get John Cena yeah, back. I, over. I, oh, I, remember, we remember we used to get mad about that. One star. What, remember, we, Becky Lynch had to be there every week. Remember, yeah, she she had a stretch too. When USA was like, no, nah, we need her like starting to close on the show. Yeah, why like, is she, she not here? Like, with the why she not on everything she, under the sun? Every marquee had to be back. Financial needle mover. But I remember, mm-hmm. I remember that. Remember, we used to get mad at John Cena about the same thing, and then we didn't find out until after the fact. And I don't know what we were watching, and they were like, "No, USA requested John Cena. Like, listen, we got a new sponsor with Sherman. Mm-hmm. Like when no. they requested a second world title. <laughs> no, we need well, a world champion here. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like that. The, the TV, uh, the TV does play a, a huge, huge part well, in the whole process as well. <laughs> But uh, speaking I, of Tony Khan, I don't care if what, he never fit, WrestleMania 40 could be his next title defense. Call it right now. I'm about, I just want to see Roman Reigns because I think that when he's there, it adds that what we're missing. October 13th, buddy. He'll be on SmackDown or, it or is. one of them dates. Call, call he's Roman coming. Reigns. But, He'll but, be there. But, but who did order come from? That, that, that's the part that kills with Paul Heyman. He goes, but, but, but who, who, who gave that order? Like, I'm Yo. like, yeah, there y'all go trying to tease and drop nuggets. Chief, uh, let me tell you something true. I, 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 the tribal chief wanted me to tell you. No. Mm-hmm. Call, call, call theory. Uh, call Roman Reigns. And see, right now, Jimmy is off the hook. He is a menace. Yeah, he, yeah he's, I don't know what's going on. I'm paying attention to the music. The music. He thinks he's the tribal chief. No, but I'm still not. I'm chief. just. So I think I'm still stuck. And this is my block with Jimmy. Remember that first <laughs> match that he had with AJ? And I was yeah. like, he's wrestling like a tag team person. Uh, and I keep trying to tell myself, he didn't yeah, have those single house. runs like Jay had. He got to recondition himself back into a, like what a singles match is for. It's not the first time he's had a match like that. He's like, look, you look, he's ready to look for a tag. I'm like, bro, you ain't everybody. Yeah, I don't let the wrestling dictate. And maybe, you know. I, I just not gonna let it dictate how I feel about the character or the story. But I feel like it's unless like you know, the whole will they won't they am I in, am I not? This I'm like nah. This is funny because it's 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 him thinking him he's speaking out of turn. He's yep. jumping the shark mm-hmm. and, and and he's even changed his music to sound tribal chief esque. True. You know, with Jimmy's music is I mean Jay's music is like you know very upbeat. Like right. you said, you Same do the. Yeah. This dude he trying to have he, he's the superstar now. He got the crowd doing that. Hey, they high on him. That's what the report said. It's just me. But this dude want to come out. He want to come out, you know. He it, look, it's crazy, man. You know. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. You saw what he's been doing, right? Oh. Oh, he's been all over the internet. I can't go on Twitter or Instagram without Who, seeing him. Um Zilla. Yeah, I, I had a feeling he was going to do that though. I feel like he's trying to jump, trying to jump the gun. He's trying to get noticed because yeah, Solo you know, got noticed only because Solo's work was so good. Like mm-hmm. Solo was doing a heck of a job on the indie scene. He was, but yeah. he didn't. What was his it's, name on the indie scene, Brian? So, oh my, Sifa. See, yeah. but he had blonde hair, didn't he? So yeah, Sifa Fatu. Yeah, Sifa Fatu. 
But he he looked like one of the Usos, but he definitely he had, especially when he had his hair braided. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But then it was like, wow, this guy, he stood out so much. And then I was like, when he came to NXT, I said, Oh, well, that's different. Okay. And you know when he first got yeah. NXT, he tried to kind of go away from the whole bloodline mm-hmm. You know, he just kind and of he tried to make his own path. Jacob, Jacob said he he see he's sitting near the head of the table. You know, Jacob is doing MLW is, is Jacob's playground. I'm sorry, bro. It's been for a while. That's his play. That man, if he'll never leave MLW, he gonna be that. He gonna be like what you call it was at ROH. How um, oh man, what's his name? Nigel McGinnis felt like he was just that was his only home. <laughs> remember for a while, I feel like Nigel couldn't do nothing but ROH. I feel like. Jacob, but never mind us. Back to releases. Gra- Grace, real quick, Grayson Waller was talking about Nigel McGinnis, and he said, yeah, mate, they're a bunch of idiots down there in NXT. They didn't know who he was. It was just me and Andre Chase. We only ones who knew who Nigel McGinnis was. So we was just cho- uh, asking all the questions, you know, picking his brain. They was excited for him. Yeah, he was like, Nigel good old, good old so Desmond Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> <he> was- <laughs> but let me ask you this about the releases. Mm-hmm. Did you expect more or did you expect less? I, I didn't expect more when I saw the type of people they were releasing. Mm-hmm. I was because usually when they do before the pandemic, this is a type of no offense, this is the type of release list that we're used to seeing. It's not like this is the first time we've ever seen a list of you know guys kind of get moved out the way because now you have this influx of hey, you got to make room for the new talent. We've had young talent for a while, we've cultivated them, and now they're starting to kind of get into place. So, of course, you decide, okay, well. It, we got to got to turn the fat around around the edges a little bit. So it, it didn't surprise me. Everybody on this list, I not not once said, "Oh, they made a mistake with this." One. I'm, just I'm like, yeah, they probably did more. I'm surprised yeah, you didn't say the obvious. And this is something you might want to clip for you to watch later. Uh-oh. We don't need, we don't need those Dolph Ziggler because we already groomed a Carmelo Hayes. Ouch. Oh. Well, there you go. I'm not even going to get into that. We don't need a Mustafa Ali because we already got insert any NXT person that's coming up. I mean, we got some talent that we haven't even scratched the surface with. Cameron Grimes. You got a whole roster of people that you front-loaded during the pandemic, and now you're starting to let them really shine. The Triple H is at the helm. Maybe maybe that was a thought pattern. We don't need all this because we already got – I don't need another – I'll tell you – I'll tell you what I was surprised about. Okay. More so that didn't. I thought – when I saw Top Dollar, I thought the rest of Hit Roll was going with him. Oh, I thought so too. I did too, though. I was like, oh, well, B Fab and the other guys most definitely out. But they, 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 yeah. I thought that what you call Emma was safe. I didn't think that when I saw Maggie, nah, I, 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 I knew she was in trouble because yeah. she has not done anything since she's been back. But I thought she was safe because a lot of other women haven't either on the main roster. But you know what the thing about back. Emma? Emma never, in did my anything. opinion, yeah, she never did anything. Even with her, um, after her NXT run. She never like got it, you know, and, and she can wrestle, but we know WWE is character based, and yeah, there but has I thought a... because of who she was ring ready as he was going after the women, mm-hmm. I thought she was safe. That's the only reason I was like, Oh, I am oh. I but now you know, they just brought up those other ladies from NXT, so oh, they yeah. got enough ring ready people, you I know, the Alba Fire and um, and I never said. We cursed the tag team belts. I was like, oh, give them a shot. Give them mm-hmm. a shot. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was definitely surprised the rest of Hit Row stayed. I just thought, but I mean, you know, top dollar shouts to him, or it's just dollar now. He said that, uh, you know, they stars. So now 
you know, he basically said they, you know, he won't he they can get the mic. Well, you know, we'll see. I, I thought they came back too soon, personally. But yeah, I, WWE I calling, you you're not gonna say no, no, but, thank no. I'm gonna give me give me a <laughs> few more months to get myself like, situated. Uh, right. I just got released. I'm still hurt. Oh wait a minute, you want me to come back to make money? Okay, I'll be there. Well, yeah. listen, we have uh, we discussed all these releases. I know it, we didn't go into too much detail, but we just want to give our thoughts about these releases. But let's talk about the major, 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 major signing. The most obvious one, the one that blew up, the one that went everywhere. I've been hearing a lot of things about the situation, Brian H. You got somebody got signed? <laughs> yeah, that's, made, that's, what, that's what I heard. You know, I don't know. The <laughs> they, I think it was this AKA got signed. Ooh, Ooh, wait, um, see, we, we was she, talking about it. Last week, he was um, once she a basketball player or something? I heard she was owner of a softball team. Oh, it was that that lady, um, from that company. She was over there, I think, like two years ago, she signed. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it's just it's it's Jay Cargill from uh, from AEW signs with WWE. We teased it last week. We said, Hey man, this is what we're hearing. We don't know if it's true or not, but here we are. Uh, uh-uh, I, we are not trolling her name. Mm-mm, we will put respect on that black lady's see, that black queen's name. <laughs> yeah, I, I, said I, hear two, <laughs> I hear two things about it. Uh-huh. I feel like people, um, one group was like all for it, another group was like, oh, they kind of flipped on her. Uh-huh. And like, some people felt like they felt like WWE was making this a bigger deal than it was supposed to be. It's because oh, wow. the, the wrestling purists will say it, she didn't really do anything to warrant to be treated the way that she did. But the reality is she did the work. Mm-hmm. She worked for an organization and she was able to pay her loans off, whatever the case may be, to, to allow her to be in a space that she was in. And and it, it WWE treated her accordingly. They treated her like she was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, do you guys think that they is this 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 the right move for the way that they are uh, have kind of handled the situation when it comes to Jay Cargill uh signing with WWE, treating her like the big deal that she is and making it seem like she's such a huge blockbuster signer? Because don't let's 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 keep it hundred. We we've never really been floored away by her in ring ability, is because first of all, she just got started. But they AEW, you know, built her to be this dominant force, which she was. You can't take that away from her. But then in the day, you gotta remember she's just getting started, right? But yet, people, uh, some people will sit there and say, "Oh no, she doesn't deserve to be treated that way." And now, people are trying to tear her down for what she can do, what she can't do in the ring. But what do you guys think about the way that uh, the WWE has kind of handled the arrival of uh, Jay Cargill? I I love, love it. it. I Bingo. love it. I'm with it. And too. this is why I love it because they're controlling the narrative. There you they go. Don't Big want, time. Because I was so afraid that it was oh all these rumors because the internet has killed it. I was mm-hmm. kidding. We was going to start to see, like, remember the reports came out, Randy's at the Performance Center. Oh, my God, he's making a return soon. The yep. man might just be going to go see somebody. He might be going to a class to teach him something. Stop just, with the speculations. Just, just let it happen. Archeo, he went to, to his daughter's volleyball game. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't know that that was... But I will just say, like, it's just like when, like when TV shows are about to premiere or something's about to happen, a lot of times they will let the pictures out to say, here, I want to control this narrative. There this is what's on the set. This is the set photos. Look at what they did with Deadpool and Wolverine so the yellow suit wouldn't get leaked. They say, here's the yellow suit. We're giving you what you want. Now, just wait for the movie. Mm-hmm. With Jay Cargill, she is going to 
did she have the best career at AEW? She was a product of the environment. We said that before, right? Mm. It was the booking, and she did the best she could, but they kept her away from the people that could have probably helped get her over, and she could have got them over. I think Jay Cargill is going to be, like he said, is going to change the game. This, she has such a mystique. She has a star power. She has the look of a WWE superstar that could be in the ring on Tuesday, on a show on Thursday, and a movie on Saturday because she just has that look. And she just has that feel. Like, she's, I don't want to say built for this, but I mean, she literally. <laughs> she is, though. She is. Yeah, like, she's, she's, honestly, she's if you think about it, she already cosplayed and showed you. She did her interview for two years straight. Look at all of this superhero stuff I'm doing. Oh, WWE she, can get me into a Marvel project because she y'all definitely built like She-Hulk. Storm, she cosplayed mm-hmm. as Storm. Um, what you call it from? Um, uh, Mortal Kombat. She's done. Jade. Jade, she's Jade done from Mortal. She's yep. showing you if you can get Ronda Rousey just to voice Sonya Blade, you can get all these people to do other projects with the WWE backing. It's perfect for her to be here. And guess what? Look at Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair looks like a star. When you sure. see her, you if you just saw the airport show, you test, you you gonna say who's this? Go. Who is this? Wait a minute. I need to. She must be somebody important. And then you're like, she's a wrestler. Oh, that's, okay. That's, that's she's how she pulled up somebody. That's how she pulled up the all in. Look like an otaku girl. We we, we family here, right? <laughs> Let me tell you what but I I'm did saying, yesterday. Uh-oh. I love I love that they are handling it and just letting it be out there. Like, yeah, we got her. But now mm-hmm. you gotta wait and see what they're gonna do, and then they immediately show pictures of her working out, mm-hmm. and she didn't look, she didn't look sweaty, she didn't look beat up, she looked happy, she looked pleasant. I'm like, who? What are we getting? Are we getting the bad or are we getting the good girl? Who are we getting? But either way, we're getting a Jay Cargill that's going to be presented. I don't know if that's going to be her name. They would be crazy to change her name, just like with the AJ Styles thing. Leave her name as Jay Cargill because her name does have some weight. Hmm. Well, well, you think about this too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so let me tell you what I did yesterday. Uh, when um, I, I pulled my daughter to the computer, I said, "Here's your next favorite wrestler." <laughs> 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 I said, "This is the and her. This is gonna be your next favorite wrestler." There you go. Let me let me get you some AEW figures before they all go out. <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. That's that's but, way to look at it. Yeah, and I said, um, you know, I looked at everything she did. She was kind of doing on her own. Yeah, you had to kind of go through AEW, I'm sure, but Breakfast Club, Hot 97. They were saying, oh, yeah, we got Jade Cargill, who is an AEW superstar, who is an AEW TBS champion. Right. So you take this person who doesn't need wrestling. She's doing this because she loves it. She could be easily be a housewife. She said it. And then here she comes with the machine of the WWE. Mm-hmm. Now she about to cook. You know what I mean? And then she said, like, she cooked for one day on social media. Like bingo, already. Number one trending topic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um she Sit there. You, you talk about the Bible run. Who dropped the ball? AEW. You know? Like, the thing is, you, you look at all the stuff she's doing, what did before, you know, now she can really work with some real, like, 
she, she get an opportunity to work with the best. Before she was getting held away from the best. She wanted to wrestle or just get in the mix with the top girls. Nah, we're going to keep you to the side. We're uh, gonna gave it a dusty. We're going to feed yeah. you this How person. you give your biggest women's star ever the dusty? You know what I mean? And that's what makes this so special because WWE snatched their original. Uh, a, a, a AEW original. Like a show enough AEW original. Not like all she knows AEW. Yeah, like if you grab MJF, you can say, okay, well, he was he was at MLW, he was at these places. You know what I mean? If you grab the Bucks or but no, nah, they got their original and they about to show. Let me show you a superstar. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just gonna keep you right where you're at right now. And, and, and that's what I'm like super excited about because she's gonna work with Natalia, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Rhea Ripley, the list goes on. Bailey, you know. Oh, yeah. And they all look at her like, yeah, we can't wait. We can't wait. This is gonna be not, not, to, Oscar, not, to, not to mention, I'm gonna say Oscar, EO, and then we still got Kyrie Zane's on the way back. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. we said the same thing. Kyrie coming. <laughs> I mean, like, and maybe we we didn't need a, we had to trim some of it because we got to make room for this. And I I'm just I keep saying that she just looks like if you were to see Jay Cargill and I keep thinking about what she was at those basketball games. She mm-hmm. looked more important than the AW Women's World Champion. And I like Britt Baker. I like I like Doctor yeah, Britt. You know what I mean? But Jay just looked like I need to look at her. She looks more important. Yep. Like she's not the champion. Oh, that's the world champ. But who is she? She just has yeah. that presence. And if they can just tune that, if that same presence can be felt in the ring and letting it be, we're in, we're in and trouble. You, and you know what the thing is? Like, I, I don't know. I, I guess I just be annoyed when people be talking about in ring or she can't wrestle, this, that, and the other. And, you know, it, at the end of the day, they, she's she two years there, in. Two years in. She's going out there taking bumps. That, no, don't call it two years in. Let's say two years of experience. She didn't have any yeah. wrestling experience before she AEW. That, that's she true. She stepped yeah. in the room and probably really? was her first match was on TV. Yeah, that that bingo. You know, you what what I mean? like she didn't, and that's why I said she's a product of that environment. Like we don't know what she could have did in AEW because she couldn't. If Ruby saw her, would have probably had an actual match and not like just squash her. You don't know what Jay could have did or how Ruby could have helped grow her and make her into this. Person that we know she should be. I think but, that's why Ruby's over there because she ain't that type. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> but I was saying she could help put her over, but she yeah. couldn't because she just had to squash. Jade had to squash her. You get what I'm saying? Like you didn't give her a chance to do anything. You didn't give Jade a chance to do something. She, she looks she, like she's gonna have a squash match. She, but, but you know, her and Nia Cook though at, at AEW Full Gear last year, they put on a decent match. Jade has some matches. You know, are they the right home about? No, she ain't put on no Bianca. Becky Lynch worthy type matches, but she mm. put on some matches where it was like, you know, you saw her hair get wet as like, woof, she escaped that one, you know, even with her right. and Hogan, um, or Red Velvet. Some of those, a lot of those stories, too. Oh, I forgot about her, Red Velvet. That was, yeah, they, they wrote them off prematurely. So, mm-hmm. I, as somebody who's seen a lot of bad wrestling, yeah. trust me, Jade is okay. Like, the stuff yeah. like we see on TV, facts, like facts, facts, facts. You, you, Brandon B, I'm sure Brandon see more bad wrestling than me, you know. <laughs> so I've been sitting on the side like this. Ooh. EWA. Um, so, uh, I, was, I ain't want to say them letters. I'm glad you said it because <laughs> yo, yo, the first time we went, Brandon's like, everybody wrestles. 
I'm not getting in the ring, but they shouldn't be in the ring. I'm not gonna right. lie, they, they made me feel like I had hope. I said, you know what? I think I can do this, fellas. Yeah, when I was sitting in that arena in that gym, and this is when um somebody had their debut match, and we don't want to say his name, but when ODB was sitting next to me and she put her hat down on her face, said, Oh my mm-hmm. god, this is bad. I said, I knew I was watching some bad wrestling, but as no. Virgil did the same thing, bro. When he was trying to recruit Dwayne because he wanted Virgil. to be his manager. He kept saying it. <laughs> first of all, first of all, Virgil and Brian Nation are uh, old friends from back in the day. But Vir- Virgil, Virgil was very perturbed. He has had his arms folded like this. Look what is look, look, look what they doing, man. Look what they're uh, doing. Right and, 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 and we just sitting like this with our eyes open, like oh Virgil's race school or some game. We just trying to, you know, we old school guys, we try to keep our mouths cut and our ears open, right? Yep. Right. And, and Virgil's like, look at this man. This, you know, got his big jacked arms. You know, he was well into the 60s, I guess. How was he at the time? Like maybe early 60s, uh, late 50s. He was older, man. Like he wasn't no spring chicken. Yo, he was ready, bro. He was like, yo, he 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 was he was like Michael Elias and Jackson Holiday. He's like, this is my next big star. I'm gonna take the real Dwayne Allen. Uh, this guy, you know, he's like, you about six foot seven, right? Oh yeah, you know, we put a little bit of weight on you. I can I can take yeah, we can do some things. Six foot twelve. He was there. Six foot twelve. There you go. Yo, he was about to call DBRC. He was like, hey, man, I got one, you know, million, you know, he was about to call him. He was about to call Aaron. He was about to call everybody. You was about you know? to be a made man. Why you ain't take that kid? Yeah, he was going to be the Bro. first student at the performance center. They he hadn't was, even finished building this. This was, this was, this was like, this was, wasn't that before 2011. Uh, that was right before his second run he had with DB, DBIC Jr. Right? Remember the teams who were, it was, it was oh, right after, right? he had that run. Yeah, he had that's that why small he, with DBIC Jr. And then he's like, look, I've been fresh on TV. Hey, let me tell you something. I make a hundred thousand dollars a year in royalties from WWE. I say, well, goddamn, what not much Jeff Hardy's making then? <laughs> Did you say that to him? No, 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 no. I told you, man, we old school. We was miles shut, ears open. Yeah. But I, I, I remember Jeff Hardy was uh while he was talking about, look, man, I, I make so much royalty money in WWE. It doesn't matter where I work at at this point. Like I'm going to be straight away. I was like, oh, okay, no wonder he doesn't care when you leave. It's, exactly. Uh, but uh, Razor said the same thing. God rest his soul. Razor Ramon. Sky Hall said, "It's like, look, man, I make I make six figures in royalty checks, you know, just from the NWO shirts." Yeah, if they you go ahead and Kevin Kevin Nash make a killing up. Kevin Nash and Hogan own the own the own that shirt. So mm-hmm. you know when who who well, got in the, trouble? The black and white thing. Yeah, when, when, when the one Hogan, with the black and white silhouette. I mean, not silhouette, but the black and white. Yeah, the original the original NWO logo T shirt. When Hogan got jammed up, and WWE took the the. The, the shirt offline. Kevin, that's called like, hey, hey, brother. I don't have for that. Y'all got to put that back up. Oh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Virgil's like, man, I, I just got $15,000 royalty check from that. I said, that's, this is probably what you eat off majority of the year. So he ain't got to, you know, serious mm-hmm. work. But uh, shout out to Virgil, man. He, he was he was, he was was a true vet. Like I said, true old He was guy. the one that um, charged Charlotte Flair to take a picture with him, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, if I was Virgil, if it, Virgil, nobody came to the with Virgil that day either. He was charging too much money if he would take that. They had a million, like, man, my million dollar championship broke. He got a screwdriver. He was trying to fix that all night. Uh, that he, was, he was just ranting. You talk about an angry rat. He was just ranting all. I think that's the reason between night. him and who and the dude you named at the beginning of the show is the reason why I don't want that belt because it's so much of a hassle. So we're <laughs> together. Yo, he, the homeboy was struggling at, in, in Florida. He could tell you. You know, y'all want he was, he was insane y'all bringing all, all bringing them bringing all those titles to the show, but that's reserved for patreon.com slash wrestling underscore <laughs> Um no man, but I think everything you guys said was um was true, man. We're gonna wrap this up. We're gonna go ahead and go home. 
uh jay i think jay cargo is i we don't want to spend too much time because i'm sure we're gonna have this conversation look brian just got excited when he saw the clock he's like <laughs> before midnight i think it's too early to tell she's starting off on the right foot um mm-hmm. I, I knew she was going to be a big deal when my family goes, hey, I, I seen that girl from AEW's in WWE now. They can't stand AEW the show. There you go. But all of a sudden, they're like, oh, no, nah, I seen that girl from AEW's over there now. Like, okay, yeah. And this is this is coming from black women. So um, I think the WWE did the right thing about treating it like it's a big free agent signing, which it was. Oh, let me ask and, you this. Yes, sir. Do they do this with Goldberg if this is 2003? Um, y- yes. Okay. Because Goldberg was in 2003, mm-hmm. you know, because you know he didn't initially come over to the WWE immediately, but then he, once he made his way, he kind of got that rocket strap to the moon. But then, of course, they had to cool him off because Goldberg didn't really respect the business. I was, I was, I was getting ready to go there. Yeah, I think. That's, that was great. Was Triple H, Triple H, 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 H Tribulation them said the same thing about going like man, he didn't respect the business. He didn't, he just was, it was a job to him. Mm-hmm. And he knew he was good at it, he knew he's worth, and he kind of took advantage of it. So but she respects the business, she's love it. She wants to use this as a platform to she said inspire uh young black girls and black boys to the point they'd be like, We want to be bigger than her, we want to be better than her. Yeah, but um, but yeah, only time will tell. I think I think we're going on the right foot, but um, we're gonna wrap this up, man. Follow us on all social media platforms at Wrestling Realm. Subscribe to our Patreon channel, Twitch, and YouTube at the Wrestling Realm. Uh, shout out to uh, you, good brothers. Shout out to Brother Hughes, getting some rest. And uh, shout out to once again, Brian H. Congratulations once again on your two years at the Ringer, man. Thank, uh, thank you. Keep up the good work, brother. We're so proud of you, brother. Um, we love you to death, man. Every, everything you do. I is want down. the exclusives. Keep. I want the exclusives. <laughs> what? <laughs> he said Give me he the exclusives. He wants the exclusives. I want all the exclusives. Brian all is, the Brian is Hollywood is, is all the backstage, point. brother. All of the backstage <laughs> politics. Me all he's, the information. He's, he's he's a super producer to the point that even to the point even asked him to be on the show, and he got his own show. He kind of bumped somebody else. Um, and Hollywood. The heel turn was complete at that point, but we appreciate you all joining us tonight. Um, stay tuned for what we have coming next. A championship culture next week. Brian H. Uh, check out Brian H.'s YouTube channel, personal research channel, breaking through glass ceilings. He, he touches a lot of real topics there. And I see Brian H. is a multifaceted brother. So definitely head, head off to his YouTube channel. What's you have I had things to say? So I was like, let me run my mouth. I got nah, this it was, channel. <laughs> nah, it was, it was, it was, uh, because black, black fathers do matter. So, um, Shout out to you, good brother. Shout out to all you wrestling fans. Shout out to everybody that stood with us in the chat today. We appreciate the conversation. Join us next week. Who knows what the heck we'll talk about? But um, <laughs> shout, shout out to everybody that got released, man. We'll be like, talking uh, about No Mercy next week because that's this Saturday. Yeah, because that's a dream. In fact, Tony Khan's dream that nobody's buying tickets for. Yeah. 10,000, I, I mean, 15,000, 16,000 arena. But it's under six thousand uh tickets sold. Now, Ooh. in all fairness, mm-hmm. shout out, I forgot the exact handle, but it's like Supersonics. This is a diehard Seattle fan. Right. He said the reason is because the Mariners are in a playoff chase and they could be playing that day, which they playing right oh, now. So nobody bought tickets yet. Yeah, but still. Uh I love my guy Brian Dale, sir. But he ain't drawing the house right now. In his house. And he's Do you blame him? Do you blame the machine. I mean, it, listen, it's 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 a tough conversation either way. But I know one thing: 
So I'm blaming the machine. If Daniel Bryan came back to WWE today, he'd probably get the similar treatment. But we're not going to go there. We're going to save that conversation for another day. Uh, we're going to head out of here. Brandon, did you did you remember? Did you realize that there was a WCW Women's Championship? Yep, he doesn't know. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you next week. And I'm actually fixing the championship right now, and that's why I keep looking down. Uh, he put my shirt up there. <laughs> there oh, is. you yeah. see that? I noticed it in the beginning. I, I thought he was covered up a belt, and I was like, I'm like, nope, mine's still here. I don't know what I don't know what, what shenanigans is, man. But uh see that listen, now, now you gotta go through what I went through because I went through mm-hmm. the same thing weeks and weeks. That whole storyline. We had a whole program. Like I don't we, we had a short run. And um and, and the crazy part they had, like three months. Listen, they had so much more up their sleeves, they were like, dang, I guess we can't even run half the stuff we was going through. They would because they were starting to hit their stride. Like you talk about NWO storyline. But um, like I said, follow us on all social media. We will see you next time. Uh, stay tuned to our social media accounts as well as our YouTube page. And uh, for all Wrestling Room updates, uh, head to WrestleRoom.com, buy a shirt, support the brand, um, and subscribe to our Patreon. You can subscribe for just as low as a dollar. Patreon.com slash wrestling underscore room. And we will check you on the flippity flip. We out. <laughs> Yes!